0: Greetings for the day everybody, this is Asmita here, your host for the Human Spices podcast and I welcome you to the 13th episode of Back in 2010 series where I invite guests or people whom I have known in my journey and we conversate about how they were back in 2010 as compared to how they are today. We also talk about their personal journeys, experiences, reflections. Today we have Manisha. Uh, whom I have met on uh, Instagram. Welcome to the show, Manisha. How have you been doing today? Oh, wonderful! Really wonderful, Asmita. Thank you so much for having me over. How is this lockdown treating you, Manisha? Um, interestingly, uh, I think God has prepared me very well for, you know, situations
1: and such. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Back in 2010, I was in isolation for 72 days in the ICU. Uh uh-huh. okay. Right from my childhood days, I've been a loner. owner uh-huh. You know, yeah, yeah, been a very quiet child, a very an observer. Mm-hmm. You know, and I tread very quietly. That's okay. what I love to.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: So, um, the lockdown, as such hasn't, uh, you know, shaken me. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it's, uh, you know, got me even more determined uh, to do as much as I can mm-hmm. uh, for our animals around, you know, and for the people who are in need of support, mm-hmm. uh, any kind of support, yeah. So, um, you know, uh, I love to act. You know, at such times I'm, uh, you know, life is uh, very well trained me to take on,
0: very well during
1: crisis. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, so, yeah, so, very well trained and got a doctorate from God. (laughs)
0: So why don't you uh, tell us something about yourself, as in where have you been, where are you from basically, and uh, what have you been doing personally, professionally, uh, things like that? Okay, I'm a very proud Malayali. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah,
1: I'm very proud, proud of Kerala. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. and uh, my dad uh, was a uh, defense officer mm-hmm. in the Air Force, yeah, so uh, we well, like a lot from mm-hmm. those days, yeah, amazing days those were. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so mm, I have two younger brothers, and uh, so we were born, you know, one after the other in three years. And, uh, yeah, so I literally uh, took on the role of a mother from when I was a two-year-old. You know, so, yeah, so, a born nurturer. Yes, I just love to look after, protect, serve, you know, so that's what I am. Wow, wow. Professionally, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, thank God for a few souls in my life who say, when they introduce me, Manisha is not from this orbit. (laughs) So, I am not, definitely not a part of this normal world, this regular world, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I've never liked to follow trends and, you know, I have my own ways of creating creating art and creating life and you know there's a certain uniqueness to it and uh, you know so uh,
0: I like to follow that. Why don't you take us through um, uh, to your timeline of back in
1: 2010? So the last 10 years I mean uh, yeah 2010 as I mean Bangalore definitely remembers the horrific Carlton Fire tragedy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it was a horrendous experience and has left a horrendous impact on many families who lost their dear ones Mm -hmm. to the fire. Yeah, so hard to. So you know, really believe it's been a decade of that. But yeah, the other normal day, it was a rush morning, mm-hmm. you know, packing lunch boxes for I have two sons, two mm-hmm. boys, yeah. Okay. So, and taking care of my pet. We had only one uh, grand old man at that time. So, looking after him and uh, you know, ironing my clothes and. Uh, <sighs> I mean, uh, yeah, those days I was going through a crisis also, personally, mm-hmm. and uh, i mean, literally on the battlefield, when you're the only parent, mm.
2: you know, to the teenage
1: boys at that time. Mm. So it was, yeah, I was going through, uh, you know, uh, my, uh, yeah, very difficult phase and looking at uh, changing my jobs and, you know, things like that. So, um and uh, yeah, I remember what was really troubling me at that time was our homeowner had increased her rent to a, uh, you know, a, a very high uh, percentage and which, you know, I was really shaky about and I didn't know what to do next and what step to take and I was going through all that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, yeah, so um, that morning... I go to my office and it was just me, uh, the help in the office and uh, my director, uh, the rest uh, three of them were traveling,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah, so, um, and uh, the company I was working for was also going through uh, some changes and, uh, you know, thinking of relocating and stuff, so, think- very, sh- yeah, very shaky and a uh, time where you're uprooted from at all levels.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: so, uh, afternoon, uh, we had a conference call with our office in the UK. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we all assembled uh, for the call, uh, in a second, the phone lines just go blank. I mean, our computers, the phone lines, everything go off and the power goes off. Right. So then when I go outside to check, you know, I hear very loud shrieks. And you know, people are screaming, and you know, there's a lot of commotion. And 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 you know, just in seconds, I see a whirlwind of you know black smoke just coming towards me. Okay. Yeah. So I quickly shut the glass door and I come inside and I tell my our office helper, "I have looked there's a fire," and he immediately panicked what do we do, ma'am? What do we do? And I, and I tell him, no, let's get, a, get the fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. And I had no clue how to use the fire extinguisher. Okay. Absolutely no clue how to use it. Mm-hmm. By then my director, I mean, yeah, he was a very composed person. So uh, both of us were quite calm, but before we could realize the whole place was, Uh, engulfed in these uh, in the smoke, you know, which smelled so awful, terribly awful Mm -hmm. and we went breathless in no time coughing started and you know so immediately we look at getting to places where we can get some fresh air to breathe Mm -hmm. so I, I lift a fire extinguisher and I Break the glass panes and put my head outside. Mm -hmm. And when you look down, I see a lot of people are throwing up, and you know, uh, and the building management is uh, spreading bed sheets and things, asking us to jump onto that. Mm -hmm. Chaos and total chaos, and there was, you know, uh, there's so much of fear and. And the phones had continuously ringing, but then there's no way to, you know, the voice had slowly started going, you know. Because of the poisonous gas? uh, Yeah, yeah, the smoke, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. What happened is it was a shot so cute. So, you know, uh, the... Mm-hmm. After the shots are travel the fires travel through these cables, cable cable uh, wires and everything have burnt, and they come through these pipes, and they come to the seventh floor. The smoke. Oh. So the people, most of the casualties and the people who
0: passed away in this fire were all from the seventh. Okay. Okay. So, uh, was, yeah. it, uh, so uh, was it? So, was it later on uh, found out that what exactly happened? How did the five broke or something? Short circuit. Oh, Short circuit cute okay. at the basement. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I remember how I felt and um yeah so um. I was howling, I was howling and because, you know, you, you just feel, feel so helpless and, you know, so, so terribly scared and, and then there are conversations going on inside, you know, you know, I, I have this relationship with God where I keep having a lot of conversations that also started off in the childhood. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if God has planned this, you know, there should be something probably because I've been going through a very tough time personally. God wants to take me away this way was my conversation. What was going on in my head? You know, to struggle to get just that one breath. Mm. Oh my gosh, that was that was. You know, you just realize how precious it is to be able to breathe. It got. So terrible because the body started burning, and uh, you know, so it, it got so unbearable, and you know, so uh, I was just looking at ways to uh, climb down the water pipes and go down. But I wasn't confident doing that because we were right on the seventh floor. Mm. Not confident, and you know, it felt ridiculous of, of these people asking us to jump right on the ground floor you know, so tough concrete which is there and they just put bedsheets and asking us to jump on that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and then, so I I just decided, I just couldn't take it, you know, not able to breathe, the body burning. So I just thought, okay, let me, let me just escape from this. Let me just jump and then my colleague just held my hand saying, no Manisha, no. And he just pulled me aside. And and, uh, the the phone was ringing. I picked up the call. And on the other side, people are saying, Manisha, just go put a wet cloth on your face. You know, wet your dress and put it onto your face. But then there was just absolutely no way to turn around. It was so gory. It it was everywhere. It was pitch dark at 3.30 in the afternoon. And uh, so then again, it got so unbearable. Again, I went to jump and again, my colleague. <laughs> By then, the organs started failing, the lack of oxygen supply.
2: Mm.
1: And I just, I just collapsed and I was, but I was still conscious. Achha. Yeah, I was conscious and I was very well aware. And I heard a sound, uh, you know, of a uh asking Yarnaidara, Yarnaidara, you know? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And the voice comes so close, but then there is no voice in me to raise and say, Look, we are here. Yeah. And that voice of which came to help has disappeared because he couldn't see us there in the darkness. Okay. And that was a moment, oh my God, of losing all the hope and, you know, and a moment of complete surrender to this uh, unfolding where, you know, I, I just look, looked it into, you know, look, uh, look directly into the eyes of this smoke, you know, otherwise I was not just looking at it. I opened my eyes and I was looking directly at it and you know, got familiar with it and then uh, you know, I started remembering, you know, reading those comics, uh, when I was a child that, you know, that looked like this black and, you know, horrifying and scary. So this is it and it's like, you know, okay, God if you'll come to take me this way, just take me. Mm. And at that moment of acceptance of this situation, I hear a voice again. Is anybody here? Hmm. From there, the strength came, and you know, I mean, I do know her. You know, I I was able to raise my hand and touch this person. And then he saw and he just lifted me up and I quickly, in my sign language, showed that my directors at the back, my boys there and, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was so, you know, the relief was like, oh my gosh just cannot describe the relief, you know, and I saw my ATM cards lying down, the purse lying down, money scattered everywhere, but I just didn't want anything, I just wanted to be taken out from there, Mm -hmm. and soon a lot of people gathered, and uh, I said, no, I'm not able to walk, I can't walk, he said, no, ma'am, we are here with you, and Every single step, all the seven shows I counted and I was right, when I came down I completely collapsed again and uh, they put me into a corpse Mhm. and I thought okay this is it, you know I just go, a couple of medication injections and I'm back home to my children. But I came back only after nine and a
0: half months. Nine and a half months? Yeah. Okay. okay. So
1: yeah, so that this was the incident part of it, but the hospitalization is a totally another experience altogether. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, altogether different experience of going through, and you know, and. You know, it was it was the presence of mind, and of course the love that helped me to right. yeah endure it all, yeah endure it all, yeah. So yeah. there are many, many, many chapters
0: to it. <sighs> right? Would you uh? So how did this? Um, uh, so since you said that you uh, lost your voice since, like you know, because of those poisonous smoke. So, uh, how how are you uh, talking right now? I'm very curious, uh, to be honest.
1: Yeah, so, um,
0: yeah please. I mean, I, yeah, actually, even
1: I went on with that belief that I lost my voice. You know, but mm-hmm. I actually gained my true voice mm-hmm. and I've lost the ability of breathing naturally.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah,
1: so uh, I did, my, my breathing has been an assisted breathing for the for the last decade mm-hmm. and I breathe artificially through a tracheostomy done mm-hmm. near my throat and this uh, space is called as larynx, of organ. Right. Uh, yeah, so that's where the tracheostomy is done, it's a 6 centimeters hole that is made and uh, there's a tube put inside,
0: mm. and that enables my breathing. Okay. So do you do you face any uh, problem while talking or breathing, uh, right now? I, I mean, since it, the last decade. Oh yes, oh yes, every day, every day is you know. But then,
1: ah, uh, thanks to the world of meditation, which has helped me tremendously. It's been my Lifeline, mm-hmm. meditation, mm-hmm. and uh, of course the uh, will—you know—inside the inner strength has been, uh, you know, indomitable force of, uh, you know, uh, strength for me to, yeah, mm-hmm. to be like this and you know, yeah, you know, whatever way I am, yeah, it, it takes up, uh, um, uh very systematic and a very, um, what should I say, a backstabbing, disciplined, mm-hmm. conscious living of the last, at least, a uh, good eight years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's been, yeah, so every day, uh, the I mean, I'm up before the sun rises. I have to be ready to greet the sun, Lord Sun. Wow. So, that's a favorite part of my day. Yeah, I have to be ready. And so, and then a good one, one and a half hours is spent in meditation.
0: And you know, yeah, so, yeah. So, Manisha, how does your look, uh, how how does it do look like? Since you said that uh, uh, you get up really early. So, when exactly do you get up and what all do you do? Would you like to share? The whole day, yeah, sure, yeah. So,
1: mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I was sharing with a good friend of mine, now mm-hmm. you know, saying, "Ah." Uh, You know, son, son, the Lord's son, he loves to have a glimpse of me as he rises. (laughs) And into which, uh, you know, he just, he was so shocked at, uh, you know, the confidence I had in saying that he said, Manisha, you need some liver and gizzard to say something like that. (laughs) So that kind of confidence, yeah. And I believe I'm the hugest fan of fun, you know, I believe you show everything. Everything to the sun and you heal. Mm. Yeah. So, everything is shown to the sun. Yeah, I am shown to the sun. You know, everything which belongs to me, which I love, is shown to the sun and it's healed. So, that is the kind of belief I have in the sun. So, and then of course, it is the favorite one hour of
0: meditation one hour okay yeah yeah
1: one hour of that and then walking my dogs after that Mm -hmm. yeah and then there's a routine of uh, cleaning the environment Uh, so Mm -hmm. everything is uh, very prayerful Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot has shifted after this uh, romance with death, you know. A lot, yeah, yeah. at first I would say, you know, it was a wrestling match on the arena with death. You know, right. yeah. That, then you know, I I just um I mean uh, I've cheated uh, death so many times during the hospitalization. Mm-hmm. So for me, then you know, and I, I I just actually started loving death. You know, mm-hmm. and, Yeah, it's a, it's an inevitable part of nature. Mm -hmm. Mm birth and death, you know, so uh, I see her as this beautiful lady dressed in black, you know Mm -hmm. so she's just doing what she has to you know, you decide what you have to do so we cannot just, you Mm know, term it as something bad and horrific and
0: things like that so, So yeah, so normally, normally, in things or, like, you know, um in the comics and all, we have we have seen that uh, death is being uh, portrayed as uh, uh, yaksha. Uh, no, not yaksha. Um, Lord Yama. Lord Yama, correct. Uh, yeah. Yamrad. So he comes up with all his own ornaments worn and this and this black black costume wearing uh, with the, with the, with a crown on his head, and he comes yeah. over to take the deceased, right?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, and you here, uh you know portrayed uh death as uh, a beautiful lady in black yes. Oh. I mean, yeah yes, yeah, yes. I
1: mean, I was I was in such a close proximity with her, mm-hmm. you know that i had to i i, I you know cho- choosing to embrace her mm. helped me to live, you know. Hmm. So Every time, yeah, I would say, okay, you take me,
0: you know. <laughs> even, I would tell her that, but she wouldn't take me. You were not afraid of death, Manisha. I, I mean, you know, uh, I simply you said that take me. You know, if you want to, you can take me. Yeah, because you know, I was the worst impacted
1: in this tragedy, as yes, Yeah. And then there were days when I mean, and nobody ever thought I would survive okay, okay okay nobody ever thought I would survive I didn't think I would survive and I would struggle to get one single smooth breath and then you know then immediately my thought would go you know give, God didn't why just take me no mm-hmm. and, and um, everybody around in the ward and the ICU, would, you know, they would be crying seeing how I'm struggling. Okay. The nurses would cry when they had to do the treatment, and you know, they, then they will tell me, you know, sister, we've gone, we've lit these candles and come for you. And then as, you know, there there used to be a claw like a machine, Mm. which used to be put into my chest and all the smoke used to be sucked out. That was the most... has Hmm. come on that big bull of his with his ghatta and everything Hmm. and he's helping us and he's rescuing the kids from the school. You know and he's got even though he, uh, you know and I see, I see his innocence in his eyes, you know, that warm smile and I remember waking up, you know, and then thinking, no, you know, why is Lord Yama portrayed as somebody terrible, you know? Mm. <laughs> he was so sweet in my dream, you know, he rescued us. Good. So, you know, yeah, so God really prepared me very, very well to face something as glorious as this yeah. as what I believe, yeah.
0: So, Manisha, do you, um... Do you get nightmares uh, about that tragedy uh, uh, till now? Have you got no, 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 nothing
1: at all, nothing at all. Uh, You know, yeah, because I spent the seat for me. When I'm there with something, I fully live with it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I was fully there with that smoke. I did all I could to break those glasses of fire extinguisher. It was a very heavy thing to carry, you know. Mm -hmm. And they were all men, and I was the only lady in the office, and I was the one who carried and I broke the glasses, uh, you know, to get uh, fresh air. Mm -hmm. So, there's a complete the relationship with whatever is happening, hmm. and then when I was rescued, that mm-hmm. part was over for me. Okay. okay. And the next was the hospitalization. Okay, okay. You know to go through that. So yeah. So I mean, of course, I know I. Uh, I'm invited to such platforms and asked about it. I go back to that day. Mhm. Yeah, but it's never a terrible thing. Like you know, like I shared with you. I'm, you know, I'm a born nurturer. Mm-hmm. So you know, because of that empathy in me, everything becomes my child. Aww. The building okay. became my child, the experiences are my child. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, if it's just your child and your child does something terrible, mm. you're not going to sit in, you know, as an ideal parent, go on, you know, mm. harassing the child. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, so, that the, you know, that value in me has...
0: It helped me tremendously. Right. Also, Manisha, uh, what about the director who was there uh, in the office and the other office boy? Were there... uh, yeah. yeah, he he got very impatient and he
1: thought he can escape that way but, uh, you know, he, he lost him. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. he lost him and, um, and my director was equally injured like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but then, uh, I mean, of course, I mean, he, he went abroad and got rectified, and he's fine. Mm-hmm. Now, and, uh, yeah, now nah, nah, we lost nine lives.
0: Nine lives? Nine
1: lives, yeah. Uh, I knew all of them, all the nine. Okay. So, yeah, and uh, five of them died of suffocation which was our neighbouring office. Okay. Um, yeah, one, fire jumped, and uh, another three of them also jumped.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One of them was an asthmatic patient, so she couldn't just oh. take it even for a few seconds, so she, she was the first one to jump and lose her life. Oh, goodness.
0: Okay. Okay. <sighs> Okay. Okay. So, how is life right now? Uh, and and how are your boys uh, taking it? Oh, I mean,
1: yeah, it's been it's been incredible. It's been yeah, it's just um, beautifully unfolded, you know. Um, yeah, they they are two fantastic, compassionate human beings, mm-hmm. and yeah, all of us are, uh, you know. Activists working towards animals, welfare of our animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so both of them are fiercely vegan. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm getting. There. <laughs> yes, okay. it's just one cup of chai away from veganism. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, that is it, and yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, so many, so many things to share, but oh, uh, uh, I mean, uh, the, you know, it's taken. A lot of uh, self-awareness has taken some very hard decisions. Mm. You know, being the only parent around, you know, to just be there and you know. So, yeah, it's been that. and just, cause I've I've received a uh, humongous support all over the globe. Mm. You know, people there yeah, because the media went all crazy. With the tragedy and you know a lot was highlighted and
0: i was everywhere
1: yeah
0: so i was everything. going through your profile tell me something so when you were hospitalized since you said that you were there for nine and a half months so uh so how were your boys taking care of themselves i'm sure your family uh members were there right with them
1: um, uh,
0: yeah, so, uh, I mean, both of them were, um, the older
1: one was 19 and the younger one was 14 at that time. Uh-huh. And uh, they were already quite independent because uh, I, I was, i been a working mom right from the beginning. Okay. okay. So, you know, they, they learned to manage a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, yeah, the, this was hard and, uh, you know, all of us did so... Um, we had, I um, mean, their father's family supported a lot with the food and everything. Got it, got it. Yeah, they, they did, but they prefer to be in our own place, although my parents, mm. uh, call them over to their place, but they you know, and then we have our pet also. So they prefer to be by themselves mm. and uh, come and spend time with me and be there with me in the hospital. So, yeah, my whole, uh, you know, the focus was to come back and rescue them and get our home organized, you know, Uh, to have our circle back because uh, there was a lot of emotional drama going on, you know, because uh, nobody thought I would make it. And even if I survived, everybody thought I would be bedridden for life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, so there there were many things happening, uh, you know, apart from my own suffering. Mm. so you know when people uh, say oh you survived a fire tragedy mm. I would say no you know I was never angry with the fire mm. but I survived human apathy <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say I'm a survivor of human apathy because I saw so many different emotions mm. but, uh, you know uh, well, and fear was the uh, I sing among them all, you know, everybody was scared, oh gosh, now, because I was managing everything on my own, and now, you know, suddenly there are two children, and, you know, so I I saw fear, which was uh, with my family, and everybody else, you know, uh, that fear was haunting them, like, what now? you know, and um, so I took decisions based on that and I'm just so, so mighty proud of myself that I chose love even in those times, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those times of such previous uncertainty I chose love and I chose not to uh, you know, trouble anybody and, you know, be a burden on anybody, you know. Mm -hmm. So,
0: then God just rescued me yeah you are you are and an inspiration like seriously and you are this uh, you you I think like you know you were uh, you're God's child <laughs> you know is the only thing that I can get right now yeah. uh, because um, the way you have told the whole scenario i could actually see it happening right in front of my eyes um uh and uh, great you you are way way too strong and the way you have you know uh, imagined this death as uh, it feels so intriguing in my mind when you said that this this death is like you know a beautiful lady in black and i can never forget that line ever because you know since 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 my childhood, we have all uh, seen, like, you know, we have been depicted as there's this Yamraj coming on his bull with the gada and his crown and with this huge moustache and, uh, like, you know, has come to take you. But then the way you have portrayed it, I can never forget that. I mean, I think my, my definition for uh, the the person who's going to, die, maybe, would we just seem like, you know, escorted by this young, beautiful lady in black? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Asmita. Yeah. I mean, in my experience, you know, we are literally, we, we die every day.
2: Mm. You know,
1: it's really nice to completely empty yourself out, you know, empty yourself of your resources, your energy, your love. And you know, death is something which gives you an know, opportunity mm-hmm. to regenerate yourself into the person you want to mm-hmm. or the thing you want to, you know. So it, it is such a conscious process and it, it makes you so much more aware of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, and then, you know, oh my god, I had such a gifts God has given me that I can see the child in everything. Hmm. So I already made a relationship with the child in Lord Yama. Oh (laughs) oh my God. Yeah, Lord Yama also was a child. He was born and he grew up like that. Hmm. He was conditioned to be that, but there's a child in him.
0: Okay, Yeah, Yeah. Okay. Um, My last segment, my last question for you is, who's your soul? People who matter to you. So, th- there are people who do stay in your time of need, Uh, you know, so, and uh, people who mean the world to you. So, who would be your soul, Miss Manisha? Yeah, I
1: mean, definitely my younger son. He's mm-hmm. my Soulmate and everything. Few souls whom I can count on my fingers who have just been there, you know, were like a beautiful constant in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, they just—they just have to. I, I just have to send them a message, and then there is help, you know, right. which comes very soulfully. Mm-hmm. And of course, my animals now.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah, I will do. Anything and everything in my mind for them. Oh, how many dogs do you have? I think you have dogs. eh? Yeah, we have two at home. Mm -hmm. Uh Our fully adopted ones.
1: Many around in our community, in our locality.
0: Have you named them?
1: Oh, yeah, I can go on with a list of names, so our old man is a fourteen year old he's Snoopy,
0: uh-huh
1: uh, and then I have my daughter, she's Goa. oh <laughs> she's about three yeah three years old and then uh, in our community, we have summer, we have Cleopatra. <laughs> We have Dora, okay. Yeah, we have Cluedo, Cotton, oh. uh, Eva, Hardy, uh, Henry. They're all like around, you know.
0: I said, so. okay. Yeah, yeah, so
1: yeah, I watch them like a hawk, or, you know, Mama Hawk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh my god, I will, anytime, I would do just anything for them. Oh. Yeah, there's Lucy, there's Groot.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Groot, is <laughs> and Groot, yeah. Oh, my He's my heart child. I mean, he got adopted to a very beautiful family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many of the dogs whom we have rescued and who have come back up the treatment. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they choose their spots and then they, you know, they, they um, get into another gang of dogs who uh, They can them, you know. But we feed them and we look after them. Mm-hmm. Uh, make
0: this uh, makeshift shelters for them. Amazing.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: so. Manita, I would, I would really like to meet you. Uh, Once this uh, lockdown is done, I mean, I know this has been like, you know, planned since a very, very long time, but then finally, I get to talk to you and listen to your story. uh, uh, Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast journey uh, for the Human Spices podcast. And, you know, stories like yours uh, actually make us live more in the present. And of course, Lady dressed in black yeah. <laughs> yeah wow what What a comparison what a definition I've never heard of this in my whole life but <laughs> this has been one of the best episodes I have done Thank you. I was so intrigued by this uh, human spices, you know? Yeah. I
1: just remember I immediately jumped up and like my heart just was outside me. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I completely identify with human spices, you know? yeah. I just learned so much about the word human. Yes. has uh, a beautiful thing with me.
0: And I just loved it and I wrote to you and oh my god we are here finally we are here yeah yeah thank you again manisha for sharing this this part of your journey with us thank you i'm so glad thank you Asmita.
3: That was Manisha Ramakrishnan who has survived the Carlton fire that happened in Feb 2010. She was here to share her part of the story from that dreadful accident that had happened back then. And uh, if you like it, if you have any questions, any feedback or any query that you would like to let us know, email address thehumanspices at the-gmail.com You can get in touch with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter with the same handle thehumanspices. Also, if you haven't listened to our previous episode that was about Abhay Maheshwari, uh, the voice behind Lal Chashma, a storytelling podcast uh, where he talks about those things which it's there but still you know it's just pushed aside and he has vividly spoken about how he was back in 2010 as compared to how he is right now and a mind-blowing revelation that he had done where if a person needs help Please go ahead and talk to someone you feel really comfortable with. Thank you so much for listening to us, everybody. If you like this podcast, please share, like, follow, comment these untold stories to reach out to masses. And share it with your friends and families because a word of mouth is what helps. Anyways, I won't take much time now. Thank you so much again.